0: Welcome to the Moses Lake Baptist Church Sermon Podcast. This episode is from a recent message given by our pastor, Dennis Fountain. We hope this sermon will be an encouragement to you, and we would love to hear how God used it in your life. Let's go tonight to uh, John chapter 17. Let's go to John 17 tonight. And we are going to uh, just jump in a simple study tonight on prayer. And that's because Sunday, um, we hit uh, the completion of 11 years as a church and a church plant. And that's a, uh, that's a big deal. It's a big, <clears throat> a big accomplishment. Uh, I don't know if you remember, how many of you remember your 10th birthday? You remember your 10th birthday? You remember your 10th birthday? Some of you can't remember that far back. That's okay. Uh, I remember my 10th birthday. We went ice skating for my 10th birthday, and uh, I think we did that for all all the major birthdays growing up, and went ice skating for my 10th birthday. You know, I don't remember, I don't remember my 11th birthday. I don't really remember my 11th birthday. I mean, you, you kind of look at the fives, right? So 10, 15, 20. Uh, maybe when you're a teen, you look at 13 years old and 18 years old. Uh, man, but you look at the year 11, being 11 years old, and it's kind of like, well, what's the, what's the big deal about an 11-year-old, you know? Uh, what's the big deal about turning 12? 13, that's a good number. You know what, and when we look at maybe a church, sometimes we can do the same thing. We can look at the year five and think, wow half a decade. We can look at year 10, wow, a decade. But then you come to year 11 and you think, well, what's that mean? And tonight, what I want to do is I want to take just a minute and we're going to we're focus on some prayer toward the end of the challenge tonight. But I really want to challenge us with what year 11 means, but what do we do after Sunday? Sunday, we're going to praise God for year 11. We're going to look back at uh, all of the incredible things that God has done. We're going to reflect upon the last 11 years, and we're going to be challenged about moving forward by faith. But tonight, I want to spend some time about what do you do after you've completed 11 years? What do we do next? We're going to be challenged from John chapter 17, from the prayer of Jesus, Now you've heard statements, probably if you've been in church or any, any church for any length of time, you've heard about the Lord's Prayer. Well, the Lord's Prayer, many people look to Matthew and say, well, that's the Lord's Prayer, Matthew 5, uh, Matthew 6, somewhere in there, that's the Lord's Prayer. But that's the model prayer. When you come to John 17 is when you actually find the Lord's Prayer, when the prayer that God prayed and the prayer that Jesus prayed. And you know what's awesome is that when Jesus prayed, He prayed for you, and he prayed for me. And if you're a follower of Jesus Christ, the night before Jesus died, he really did have you on his mind. He really did pray for you. And it's from John 17 tonight that we're gonna be challenged with, what do we do when we start year 12? What's some things after Sunday that we can look forward to? And really, we're just gonna be challenged with this thought. What are some things that we can pray for? And we're gonna see that the same things that Jesus prayed for the night before he died, those are the same same things that we can pray for as we move forward into year 12. Let's take our Bibles. Let's go to John chapter 17 tonight. And I just wanna read one verse to start out, all right? Really just part of a verse. John chapter 17 and verse number one. John chapter 17 and verse number one, here's what we read. These words spake Jesus and lifted up his eyes to heaven, And he said, Father. The reason I want to start with John 17, 1 is because we are going to cover almost the entire chapter. But I just want us to know this is Jesus praying. This is him giving his request to the Lord the night before he dies. And we've brought the thought out many times before, if it was important for Jesus to pray, it should be important for us to pray. If it was important for him to lean into the Lord, it should be important for us to lean into God as our heavenly father. And we're going to, again, look at this tonight and understand praying the prayer of Jesus. What did Jesus pray for the night before he died? And what can we adopt from it into our lives to pray for as we, as a church, look to move forward? And I think it'll help us tonight. So let's pray, and then we'll get into the word of God. Lord, I thank you for the day. Thank you for your word. God, I'm thankful that your word is very uh, capable to impact us through your Holy Spirit and work in each of our lives. And so, God, I come before you tonight and I just humble my heart before you and I recognize, Lord, that that we need you. God, we desire that you would speak to us. We desire that you'd help each one of us. Lord, we desire that you would really just work in our lives tonight as we uh, pray for and look for uh, this Sunday and as we look after this Sunday into year 12, Lord, I pray that you would just help us, help us to know that the same prayer requests that you had 2,000 years ago that we can still have today, and God, I pray that you'd speak to our lives. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. I love John 17. I really love uh, the, from chapter 13 all the way to John 17, all of those uh, four or five chapters took place in, in a matter of just a few hours, But John 17 is where Jesus lists out for us uh, really just his prayer to the Lord. And as you and I come to John 17, Jesus prays for a lot of things, but we have to remember that it's the night before he dies. Think about it being the night before Jesus dies. I mean, we talked about Paul. If you were here on Sunday, we talked about Paul and how Paul was in prison. And what was Paul doing in prison? He was praying for people. Man, he wasn't there complaining about what was going on. He was there praying uh, for those that he was writing to in Ephesus while he was in Rome. The same is true of Jesus the night before he dies. The night before Christ dies, he's not there. We know that he was praying, God, if if it be your will, let this cup pass from me, praying a little bit for himself. But you know what? What Jesus was doing on the night before he died, he was praying for the believers. He was praying for you and I in a number of ways. And while we're gonna work our way through this prayer, we have to understand a couple of things that Jesus prays for two groups of believers in Matthew chapter, excuse me, in John 17, verse six, all the way down through the rest of the chapter, he prays for two groups of believers. The first group that he prays for, listen, the first group that he prays for is believers that were living then, all right? Believers that were living then. The second group that he prays for are believers that would be in the future, all right? Believers back then and believers in the future. And the prayer request that Jesus gives hours before he's arrested and hours before he would go to the cross, I think those same prayers that he prayed, we could pray today. And really, this is what I want us to be challenged with tonight. As we look back on 11 years, I don't want us to look back on 11 years and say, yay, what's next? I want us to look back on 11 years and say, all right, God, would you help us with? All right, God, would you keep us focused? All right, God, what you prayed back then for your believers and your followers, we wanna pray those same things now. So what are they? You have a handout right there. I want you to follow along. We're gonna cover this quick, and then we're going to spend some time praying tonight. First of all, we need to pray. As we as a church move into year 12, we need to pray that we would remember that everything, it all points to God. Remember that everything we do should point to God. Notice what Jesus prayed, verse, John chapter 17, verse 6 and 7. Jesus said, I have manifested thy name unto the men which thou gavest me out of the world. Thine they were, and thou gavest them me, and they have kept thy word. Now they have known that all things whatsoever thou hast given me are of thee. Again, these these verses specifically have to do with Jesus praying for his disciples. And he was specifically saying, God, everybody that you gave me, I haven't lost anybody. But I want you to notice verse number seven, when he says, They have known that all things whatsoever thou hast given me are of thee. One of the specific things that Jesus did during his earthly ministry, and we're not doing a whole big lesson on this tonight, but one of the things that Jesus did is Jesus kept teaching the apostles and the disciples, everybody that was around him, he taught them that your life has the purpose of glorifying God. And he did it through the example of a personal example right? Jesus, everything he did, whenever somebody would come and praise Jesus, do you know what Jesus would do? He would, receive, he would receive that praise. He wouldn't deflect it and say, no, 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 don't do that. He would receive it, but he would receive it and say, you're right, you should only praise God. You're right, you should only glorify God. And Jesus, in, in, uh, in, with his followers in this prayer, he was praising God and saying to God, God, we know, I know, and you know, that everything you gave to me, the people you gave to me and the people you gave to follow me, they know that it all points back to you. Jesus had this mindset, God, I have done the work of pointing to you. I have done the work of helping my followers know that you are the central piece in all of this. We talk about this a lot as a church we need to be continually looking back on the fact and looking back to the fact that as we move forward, it should be our prayer that everything we do all points to him. Say, so, okay, pastor, we're completing year 11. What should year 12 be? Year 12 should be a lot of the same. It should all point to him. For the last 11 years, we as a church have had the the goal, of just lifting up Christ. Real people going through real life and by God we're experiencing real change, but it's all about what Jesus is doing. It's all about what God is doing. This is a great thing to remember. Jesus had the desire to point to God the Father, and we too should have this desire. I mean, if you go all the way back to chapter uh, 17 and verse number 1, he said, Father, the hour cometh, or the hour has come, glorify thy son, that thy son also may glorify thee. This should be the prayer request of us as we move forward. God, help us as a church to glorify you. And tonight, I just want to encourage us with six things, six things that we should pray for as we enter into year 12. Number one, we we should pray, God, help us to remember to point to you in everything. God, it all points to you. Hey, that should not only be a, uh, a goal for us as a church, but that should be the goal of us as just individuals. It should be a goal of mine every day to wake up, how can I live today to point to God? How can I live today to glorify God? How can I invest in people today to glorify the Lord. Man, what a great goal for a teenager going to school. What a great goal for an adult going to work or a, a retiree who's investing in those around them. The goal that says everything I'm doing, I just wanna do it to point to you. And Jesus on this night, as he's praying, he says, God, I've done, I've done my duty to point to you. It all points to God. Our first prayer, God, will you help us to remember to point to you in everything. Our second prayer. What else should we pray as we enter year 12? We should pray that we would continue to receive his word. Pray that we would continue to receive his word. As Jesus's prayer continues, notice what he says in verse number eight. He says, for I have given unto them the words which thou gavest me. And they have received them and have known surely that I came out from thee. And they have believed that thou didst send me. Skip down to verse number 14 through 17. Jesus said this, I have given them thy word and the world hath hated them. Because they are not of the world, even as I am not of the world, I pray not that thou shouldest take them out of the world, but that thou shouldest keep them from the evil. They are not of this world, even as I am not of the world. Sanctify them through thy truth. Thy word is truth. In these two verses, in these, uh, excuse me, few verses, these two different sections of the prayer, Jesus is simply praying, God, help the believers, help the believers to see the strength from the word of God. When Jesus says, they're not of this world because I am not of this world, And then verse 17, sometimes someone could look at John 17, 17, sanctify them through thy truth, thy word is truth, and think, oh, that's kind of a verse that's a little bit out of place, but it's not a verse that's out of place. John 17, 17, sanctify them, set them apart by thy truth, Uh, (coughs) excuse me, thy word is truth. You know what Jesus is saying when he's praying? Hey, God, my people, believers, they are not They are not of this world. We just went through that series in the world, not of the world. Hey, they don't belong here. God, help them to see. Help them to see that strength comes from the word of God. Use the word of God in their life to set them apart. Use the word of God to help them to be separated. Use the word of God to help them not only recognize we don't belong here, but you know what? This world is not the, the place that I'm supposed to try to fit in. His word speaks to every aspect of our life. And the word of God is where we as his followers find instructions and direction for life. And so as we look to year 12, what's, what's a prayer that we could pray? Man, we could pray, God, help us to keep receiving your word. God, will you help us to continue to receive your word? I'm thankful for the reception of the word of God at our church. Uh, there's tons of times we'll have speakers in guest speakers for events, and they'll come in. And many of them, one of the comments they leave saying is, "Dennis, they say, man, your church is the church is easy to preach to." Some of our guys that preach regularly the staff or other men that may speak at a different, different events say, man, it's easy to speak to. The ladies that teach at Ladies Bible Study and different things say, our church family is easy to speak to. Well, why is that? It's because we, we as a church, we've done a great job of just receiving the word. You know what Jesus was praying on that night? He was praying, God, my people, the believers, they're not of this world, help them to stay in the word. As a church family, what should our prayer request be as we enter year 12? God, help us to continue in the word. It would be easy. It would be easy to get sidetracked. Every single one of us, we, uh, we have the, the squirrel moments. Right? The squirrel moments. That's from that, uh, that show Up. How many of you have seen the show Up? And that Disney show Up, the squirrel moment with a dog. And that every time that dog is on the scent or hunting or doing whatever, uh, man, there's squirrel. Every time the one dog in Up, what's the main one's name? Doug. Doug. Thank you, Noah. Every time, every time Doug uh, you know, gets focused on something, man, it's squirrel. It's squirrel. It's, you know what we do in life? man we can get focused on a lot of on on something and then we can have a squirrel moment you know what a lot of churches do a lot of churches they have year 10 year 11 year 12 and they have a squirrel moment and churches begin to grab from other things and grab uh, from, from uh, on, I mean, right now online is huge and people turn to uh, online and to social media to grab different theologies and things that we believe and things that we do. Hey, for us as a believer, you know what we should pray? God, help us as a church. Help us as a church to continue to receive the word. But if we as a church are gonna continue to receive the word, it's gonna be believers that do it. God, help believers to continue to receive the word. Help us to grow like the believers at Berea. Help us to grow like the believers of Berea. Uh, I was reading a verse with one of our men here just recently, Acts 17, 11. It says this, these were more noble than they in Thessalonica in that they received the word with all readiness of mind and searched the scriptures daily whether those things were so. It's speaking of the believers at Berea. what they do? It says they were more noble than those in Thessalonica. Why? Because they received the word. Man, they received the word and they searched it out. What should we pray? God, help us as we enter year 12. Help us to point to you. As we enter year 12, God, would you help us to continue to receive your word. Number three, God, would you help us to walk as one? Help us to walk as one. Notice verse 9 down through verse number 11. Verse 9 down through verse number 11, we read these words Jesus says, I pray for them. I pray not for the world, but for them which thou hast given me. For they are thine, and all mine are thine, and thine are mine, saying, Hey, they belong to us, and I am glorified in them. And now I am no more in the world, but these are in the world. And I come to thee, I'm asking you, Holy Father, keep through thine own name those whom thou hast given me, that they may be one as we are. Go down to verse number 20. Jesus says, neither pray I for these alone, but for them also which shall believe on me through their word, that they all may be as one. In verse 20 down through verse number 23, those verses are verses specifically written about believers to come. say, Pastor, what's that mean? That means if you have trusted Christ as your Savior, when Jesus prayed verse 20 down through verse number 23, you were on his mind. He was praying for you and I as future believers. He was praying in the first few verses, verse nine through 11, he's praying for the believers right then that they would have unity and that they would have oneness like God and the father. And then in verse 20, 21, 22, and 23, Jesus is praying for you and me as future believers. He's praying, hey, I want to pray that those that believe in the future, that they would be one. What's that mean? What does it mean that they would be one? He's praying that that you and I would have unity in Christ, that we would recognize that Jesus, he is the only one that we need to have the same mind as. In the passage, he says, right there, you see that they may be perfect in one. This idea of being perfect in one, it has to do with having one purpose, having one uh, goal that we are are trying to obtain, having one thing that we would find completion and maturity in. You know what Jesus is praying? He's praying specifically that every Christian would walk in unity, that every Christian would walk with a mindset that says, we just want to have unity with believers around us. You know that Jesus actually talked about this, John 13. John 13, Jesus talked about it in verse 34 and verse 35 when he challenged us to love each other. You remember that passage? Those of you that have read it, John 13, where Jesus says, by this shall all men know that you're my disciple if you have love one to another. Hey, when you and I, when we walk in agreement and in unity with the same goals, the same purposes, the same plan, when we do that together and we're unified in it, You know what a lost world does? A lost world looks and says, man, I want that. I want want that type of friendship. I want that type of fellowship. I want that type of relationship. Why? Because they watch believers walking together in unity. So as we enter year 12, what do we pray? Man, we pray, God, would you help us to move forward as one? God, help us to be unified. Help us to be in unity. Help us to have one goal. Help us to have one desire to see your name lifted up and people reached. God, help us to have one goal to receive the word. Lord, help us just to be completely focused upon you. You see, the church is not about one person. It's not about a pastor. It's not about the staff. It's not about the events. It's not about all of the great things that God has allowed us to accomplish. It's not about all of the stuff in the building. It's not about that. It's about seeing God's name lifted up and people reached. And when we walk together in unity, those two things happen. Man, God is glorified. God is glorified and people see what we have. They desire that. They desire to know Christ. So we, we need to pray as we enter year 12, God, would you help us to have unity? Help us to be as one, to walk as one. Number four. Number four, we need to pray that we would continue to find joy in Christ. Find joy in Christ. Verse 12 and verse 13. It says this, while I was with them in the world, I kept them in thy name. Those that thou gavest me I have kept, and none of them is lost but, to the, but the son of perdition, that the scripture might be fulfilled. And now I come to thee, and these things I speak in the world, that they might have my joy fulfilled in themselves. Jesus was praying in verse number 12. He's saying, God, while I was here, I've kept all the followers we have. I've kept them all. I haven't haven't lost any. We know Judas walked away. But then in verse number 13, he says, I'm coming to thee and these things I speak in the world. And I've taught all of this. God, I've done all of these things. One of the reasons is that the believers would have my joy fulfilled In themselves. Not that we would find joy, not that we would find joy by ourselves, that we produce our own joy. No, that we we would find joy in ourselves because Christ is in us. There's a lot here that I wish we could get into, but we don't have time to do it. But our joy in the Lord will always come through our knowledge of God. The more we know God, the closer he is the more we find joy in who he is. And it comes through his word, it comes through growth. And Jesus was very passionate about believers knowing joy. Think about what Jesus said in John 15, verse number 11. He said this to the apostles. He said, these things have I spoken unto you that my joy might might remain in you and that your joy might be full. God's desire for his people is that we would experience a joy-filled life. And as we move closer to the Lord and forward for the Lord, man, it is going to, it is going to uh, bring joy into the life of a believer. I don't know about you, but I don't want a non-joyful life. And I don't want to be that person who's what I would call the, the joy sucker, You know, we've all been around those people that you're around them for like three minutes and you're like, wow, you just make me angry. Like you literally drain me of anything nice. I mean, it's gone. Some of you are like, yeah, my siblings do that or my parents, you know, know, my kids do that. You know what? Every one of us, we've been around those types of people that they are joy suckers. They're not joy givers. Hey, the believer, the child of God, do you know why Jesus... Many of the things that Jesus taught, one of the reasons for him teaching it was so that you and I would find joy in him, was so that we could find joy in understanding that as we follow him, joy becomes part of our life. Joy is part of the fruit of the spirit, right? That God would bring with the Holy Spirit, fruit of the spirit or characteristics of the spirit, love. What's the second one? Joy, Man, God wants joy to be in our life. He wants us to go through life with joy. And so what should we pray as we enter year number 12? Well, I think we should pray the same thing that Jesus did. God, help us to find joy in you. God, would you help me to find joy in you, to recognize that you are within me. And God, you came and taught all of these things so that I might find joy in myself, not in me, but realize that you are in me and find joy from you. Number five, we should pray that we would remember that we are sent by Christ. Pray that we would remember that we are sent by Christ. As we enter a new year, we need a new uh, a year as a ministry, as we enter year 12, we need to pray, God help us to remember that we are your ambassadors. We are not sent in our own name. We are not trying to build a Moses Lake Baptist Church kingdom. We're trying to build something for Jesus and for Jesus alone. Verse number seven, or chapter 17, verse 18 and 19, it says this As thou hast sent me into the world, even so I also send them into the world. And for their sakes, I sanctify myself that they also might be sanctified through the truth. Jesus was praying about his believers being sent into the world. And just as God sent Jesus, Jesus sent his followers into the world. After the resurrection, just a few weeks later, Jesus would actually say this to his disciples and said Jesus to them again, Peace be unto you as my Father hath sent me, even so send I you. You know, I think for us as a church, as we continue forward, it would be good for us to remember that we are his representatives. We are not going out on our own orders. We are not going out upon uh, uh, just simple little declarations that we can make. No, we are sent upon his orders. We're not declaring ourselves. We're declaring Christ. We're not gaining notoriety for us or for our name. We are trying to gain notoriety and glory for Jesus Christ. And it would be good to have the mindset to pray, God, would you help us to remember that we are ambassadors for Jesus? As we enter year 12, we should remember what Jesus prayed. God, I sent people and I sent them in my name. They are sent because you sent me. Just as you sent me, God, I am sending people. And so I I wanna pray that as we enter year 12 and as we pray tonight for our anniversary Sunday and as we reflect upon the goodness of God over the last 11 years, God, help us not to lose sight that we are your ambassadors sent to this world. Man, teenagers, you are sent to your generation to reach people with the gospel and you are sent to make a difference. not Not in 25 years when you become an adult, you are sent to make a difference now and you have purpose now. Every single one of us in here. Every single person, man, we are sent by God. God, as I, as we enter year 12 as a church, help me. If you know Christ, God, help me to remember that I have been sent. As we look at year 12, things that we should pray, number one, God, we wanna pray that would all be about you, just that you'd be glorified. Help us as we go to year 12, God, to keep glorifying you. Number two, God, help us to continue to receive the word. Help us to remember that we are not of this world and you've given us the word of God to help us be separated and you've given us the word. God, help us to receive the word. Number three, God, help us to be in unity. In one purpose, with one plan, with one passion, God, help us to be in unity. Number four, help us to find joy in you. Number five, help us to remember we are sent by you. And then lastly, tonight we should pray, God, would you help us to continue to live with you. God, help us to live with you, to live with Christ. Go to verse 24. Verse 24, to 20, 20, 24 through 26 says this. Father, I will that they also whom thou hast given me be with me where I am, that they may behold my glory which thou hast given me. For thou lovest me before the foundation of the world. O righteous Father, the world hath not known thee, but I have known thee. And these have known that thou hast sent me. And I have declared unto them thy name, and will declare it, that the love wherewith thou hast loved me may be in them, and I in them. For the first part of these verses, and specifically verse 24 and part of verse number 25, Jesus is actually literally praying about our time in heaven. As verse 24 begins, do you see what he says there? When he says, I am praying, whom, uh, Father, I will that they also whom thou hast given me be with me where I am, that they may behold my glory which thou hast given me. You know, he's praying, man, God, I am looking forward to the day that my believers, my followers are with me in heaven. You know, Jesus, you, you and I, we look forward to heaven. If I were to ask tonight, who's looking forward to heaven? Everybody's hand would go, man, I'm looking forward. We're all looking forward to heaven. We all want to go to heaven. We want to see what it's like. We want to see loved ones. We want to see Christ. We want to experience the streets of gold. We want to experience the uh, the springs of life, man. We want to see the throne. We want to see New Jerusalem. We want to see all those things. Did you know these verses help us understand that just like you and I are looking forward to heaven, Jesus is looking forward to getting you to heaven. He's looking forward to when you will be with him. But in the meantime, verse 26. In the meantime is verse 26. He says, and I have declared unto them thy name and I will declare it that the love wherewith thou hast loved me may be in them and I in them. You know, Jesus was saying, hey, God, until we get there, would you help the believers to remember that I'm with them? God, would you help the believers to know that you've loved me and that my love would be in them and that I would be in them. You know what God did? God gave us the Holy Spirit as his presence and the presence of Christ in us in the presence of the Holy Spirit. And I think that this sixth and final prayer that we should have as we enter into the new year should be along the lines of saying, God, will you help the people of Moses Lake to see you in us? God, would you help me to keep living with you, to keep inviting you to be a a presence in my life? And we know that the Holy Spirit will never leave us nor forsake us. We know, know once we trust Christ as Savior that God is in us, but we choose. We choose every day to allow him to lead us We choose every day to allow him to work in us. We choose every day if we're going to be surrendered to him or if we are going to do what we want to do. And so I want to pray. God, as we enter year 12, would you help me? Help me to live in such a way that I allow you. I allow you to lead me and I walk with you and I allow you to work in me. God, help me to live every day with you so that those around me will see you in me. Does that make sense? I think sometimes if we're not careful, we become led of ourselves. We more often than not, we allow ourselves to dictate our direction and our decisions in the day. And man, for for us as a church and for us as individuals in the new year, In the new 12th year, I keep saying new year, and you guys are like, it's not January 1st. Uh, In the 12th year, we should pray, God, help us to remember to live with you, to allow you to lead us, to allow you to dwell in us. There's a lot of things that we could pray as we step into another year. As we step into another year of serving God at our church, as we step into... Uh, step out of the completion of year 11 and into the new year of year 12, there's a lot of things we could pray. But I think these are a good place to start. I miss what Jesus prayed the night before he died. Much of it is praise and much of it has to do with those believers then, but I believe we can gather some application and we could walk away. I think it's on the handout to pray something simple to say, God, in the new year, in this new 12th year, Would you help us to continue to glorify you? God, would you help us to listen to you? God, would you help us to be one in you? God, would you help us to find joy through you, to reach others with you, having that unity? And God, would you help us to be a picture of you? I know that sometimes I can have the mindset Brian and I were talking about it today. I can have the mindset that is just like on to the next thing. And so honestly, I know, I already know my brain. I'm going to have to fight Sunday night. I'm going to have to fight complaining about Sunday in my own head, complaining about Sunday, what are we going to do better at the 12th anniversary? Like that's, that's gonna, you can ask Hannah because we'll get home and Monday I'm gonna be like, you know, we could have done this differently yesterday and we could have done this and we could have done this and next year let's do that and I'll take a bunch of notes and it's good to have that mindset of, you know what, we're gonna find what we need to improve on. You know what? <clears throat> As we enter year 12, we need to stop and we're gonna do this on Sunday night. We need to stop and look back and thank God for all he's done. Hey, we need, we need to thank God for all of the people that have trusted Jesus as Savior. Many people in here, many of our teenagers that are with us tonight have, have trusted Christ as Savior in the last few years because of the influence of Moses Lake Baptist Church. And some adults that are here have done the same. And on Sunday, man, we're going to take time. We're going to praise God for it. But as we look back and think about all that God has done, I think we would be wrong If we didn't stop to say, but God, we want to stop and we want to pray that as we move forward, not that we would improve a bunch of, well, all these things need to change like my mindset can be. No, God, we want to pray that as we move forward, as, as we look to year 12, God, that you would help us just to keep glorifying you, help us to keep listening to your word, that we would pray these prayer requests I want to do this tonight. I want to have every head bowed and every eye closed and we're going to spend some time praying tonight but you know right now just where you're seated. Right now just where you're seated. Maybe you would look at your life and you'd say, "You know what? As I as I look at year 11 for the church or as I look to the new year of year 12, I don't want to think about that right now because I look at what Jesus prayed in this prayer request in this passage And I know that my life doesn't glorify God. I know that I haven't. I'm not unified in unity with people around me. I'm, I'm I'm the complainer. I'm the joy sucker. I know that I'm. And maybe tonight, before we pray for our church, maybe you would pray as an individual. And you just pray, God, God, would you help me? God, would you help me to glorify you? God, would you help me to have unity? Would you help me to receive your word in a greater way? Thank you for listening to this message. We hope it's been an encouragement to you. And if you'd like any further information about our church, we'd like to encourage you to visit mlbc.church.